there's been a lot going on inside my skull lately. And for anybody who's been following me on the streams, I'm sure you've noticed. I'm sure you've seen that, you know, I've been a little bit different and a little bit not as uh, with it and as energetic as I have been. And that's because I've been facing down my personal version of imposter syndrome, which is feeling like an utter failure as a human being, as a creative person, just, just as a failure in life. And I have learned a lot about fighting this over the years, and I just wanted to talk to you all today about how to get through all of that, <laughs> because it's a lot. Hello, everyone. My name is Charlie. I'm a non-binary sci-fi fantasy writer who is currently working on two Vela projects, Blinded Angels and the Shadow Phoenix Project, um, the Shadow Phoenix, the Shadow Phoenix Saga. And I'm really kind of nervous to be talking about this. I've actually recorded a video on this topic earlier in this week, and I didn't like it, and I deleted it. I completely <laughs> just erased it from the interwebs and from my mind because I just, uh, the darkness was too strong in me and I was not in a place to actually be talking. So what has been going on? My mind is a very dark place and has been a lot over time. I am very prone to seeing myself as a failure. I set very high goals for myself. I have very high milestones that I want to reach. I'm getting older, which is also not helpful in all of this. And I keep having those thoughts creep through my head of, I didn't think this is where I was going to be at this point in my life. And none of that is healthy. None of that is good. But as tends to happen uh, over the weekend, I just had this kind of like water balloon crack in my head, this kind of just, I'm, I'm a failure. I, I failed at everything I've ever done. And my mind started going down the list litany of failed relationships that I've had, failed friendships that I've had, book projects that never went anywhere, all of the things that I've done over the course of my life and just listed everything bad everything wrong, everything that I've ever done that has not lived up to either my standards or that has not contributed to get me to some imaginary place that I thought I would be at this point in my life. And it was really hard to get out of that place. It was very difficult to get out of that mindset because it had me. It just grabbed me and I it was like feeling its claws digging deep into my soul. And it oddly felt comforting because there was a part of me that just thought if I admit that I am a failure, if I admit that I have not succeeded at everything, at anything, and I will never succeed at anything, 
that takes all the burden off. It was like a strange, cold, icy blanket that was trying to lull me to sleep. That was trying to get me to a place in my mind where I could just give up. And I started thinking about it. Like, maybe I should delete the podcast. I haven't been recording episodes at the rate that I would like to because of various other things going on in life. I should just delete the podcast. Well, if I'm going to do that, I should just get rid of the YouTube channel. I mean, what's the point of having the YouTube channel? I mean, you you like making videos, but you're not good at it. And I mean, you're not seeing growth. You're not, you know, the engagement isn't where it used to be. You know, you've just failed at that. So maybe you should get rid of the YouTube channels too. And why are you trying this music thing? Like you're in your forties, like nobody's ever going to care. And see, that was the one where it went too far. That was the one step way too far because I don't do music for other people. I do music for me. It's how I unwind. It's how I relax. So yeah, I, I want people to like my books. I want people to like the videos. I want people to enjoy the streams. I want all of that to grow. I would like that to be my business and my income and all of that. But my brain messed up when it talked about the music. Because the music isn't there for any of that. Doubt is a monster. Doubt is a demon that creeps into your head and tells you, well, maybe not. And see, that's what's seductive about it. The seduction comes in with this, well, maybe. Because, you see, fear you recognize right off the bat. When fear comes your way, it's really easy to see it coming because you get those icy prickles in your chest. Your breathing changes, your heart rate changes. You feel fear coming and you know in your mind, this is fear. When anxiety comes in, again, you feel your heart rate change. You feel the changes in your body that come along with it. And you know, this is anxiety. Doubt, on the other hand, is far more insidious because doubt can cloak itself in reason. Doubt can cloak itself in rationalism. And see, this is what all of my fears were doing. They had come in this demon of doubt. Well, I mean, is this the story? I mean, have you gone too far? I mean, is it really that Kindle Vela doesn't have a large readership or are you just making excuses for your story not performing well? Is the podcast not really a priority for you? Is it not growing anymore because you've just become boring? Because you don't have the stories that people want to hear? That you're not talking about topics that are good? Are you just too laid back and you just need to give in to that aggression? That hostility that will cause people to start talking about you because, oh, did you hear what Charlie said? And see, those doubts are insidious because they sound like something rational. They sound like something that I should be doing in my regular meetings, figuring out what it is I'm doing. They sound like they have purpose, but they don't. They don't. No, I shouldn't change everything about who I am to appeal to a larger audience because that's painful. 
Doing the work that I do involves a lot of emotional labor as it is, and to have to pretend to be somebody else? And not only to pretend to be somebody else, but to be that kind of a person that would just go after people for reasons of getting the clicks? And so, ugh, ugh, that's not me. That's not who I am. But when my mind started going about my doubts about my music, like, am I talented enough? Am I good enough? Will anybody ever like it? Will it ever chart? Will it ever get playlisted? Oh, like I said, that's where it went too far because those doubts make no sense. See, music is what I do to unwind. Like I said earlier, it's what I do to relax. And that's when I got to unmask the demon. You see, these weren't rational thoughts about how I'm running my business. These weren't rational thoughts about how I'm doing my podcasting, my YouTube channel, my Twitch channel, all of that. These were just that stupid demon of doubt coming in, looking me in the face and going, hmm, I'm your business manager, let me. No, 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 no. That was a lie. That was all a lie. And it showed itself being a lie when it took that one extra step. I don't really care if people like the music. I just put it out there so people can listen to it, if they want to, because I talk about doing it. The fact that it's on Spotify, the fact that it can make money, I don't care. So when this pretense of business rationalism started talking about it, Oh, I could see through everything that it was talking about. Yet does it really matter about the reads? I don't think so. Because the reads are low, but I've actually been able to talk to a lot of the people that have been reading the book. And I know what they think about it, and I know how they feel about it. And that means I'm starting to develop a readership. That means I'm starting to develop an audience. That means I'm actually inching towards my real goals. Oh, the demon. It lied. It lied. You know, which is kind of what demons do. Doubt is a persistent threat to our creative process. It's something that we have to look for, that we have to see when it comes into our lives and just smack down. The demon of doubt rarely comes alone. See, it usually comes with a couple dragons with it. Now, I'm one of those people who has a penchant for uh, quoting dead philosophers, and, you know, it is who I am. But this is one of the few places where I feel like Nietzsche is really helpful here. Because we will face those dragons that he talked about. Those horrific dragons called Thou Shalt. Because doubt always comes with the dragons. Because if doubt isn't able to get control over us, well, the demon knows that the dragons can knock us down. So what is the dragon thou shalt? What is this? This is all of the rules, all of the things that we've been told in our life. Thou shalt do this and thou shalt not do that. All of those rules, all of those regulations, all of those things that have been imposed on us on our creativity, on our writing, on our life, on our morality, all of those things gather up into this wonderful demon who walks around, this dragon at the side of doubt, 
who, when doubt isn't working, he points over to the dragon and says, yes, but were you? And starts quoting all of those rules as if they were holy scripture, as if they were writ. You start looking at the work that you're doing and going, well, you know, maybe I didn't. Well, you know, if only I could have. Well, and now the doubt gets to sink its claws into us deeper because the rules that we've picked up over time, the rules that we've started engaging with and taking to heart, well, now they're being turned against us. And instead of tools that help us carve our stories and carve our worlds into being, now they're, they're blades that are cutting into us. They're talons on the claws of the dragon digging deep into our skin into our soul, into our heart, keeping us from understanding what we should be doing, keeping us from understanding what we're actually doing. And that's the problem. You see, Nietzsche tells us that we are to slay the dragon, thou shalt. We are to slay them. And in slaying the dragon, we become the child, a wheel rolling from its own center. And that's key. You see, we have to learn to internalize these rules. We have to learn how to take all of these ideas, all of these stories that we've been told, all of these rules, and internalize them. An external rule is not power, but an internalized action is. You see, this is how we slay the dragon. See, I learned story structure. I, I know story structure inside and out. It's hard for me to tell a story that doesn't have structure because I practiced and I practiced and I practiced and those structures are just built in me now. So all of those rules, they're meaningless. And you can look at them in the eye and tell them that they have no power over you and they weaken slightly. Every one of those rules once you've actually taken it in, you've learned how it should actually work in your fiction, work in your stories, work in your life. Well, it takes one tool out of doubt's toolbox, one talon away from the dragon thou shalt, and gives you strength to stand on your own. You see, I know what makes a good character. I know what makes a good story. I know how to market those stories. You see, the real problem is doing the marketing, finding the energy, the effort, the time to do the marketing that all of this requires. Those are the real problems. It's not the stories. And I'm not saying this to kind of toot my own horn. It's I, I went through the beta reader process. I, I, I went through the editorial process. My editors would have told me, you see, I know where the problems are. All of those other things are distractions. You see, Joseph Campbell always said, if you find it easy to walk through your life, you're walking on somebody else's path. And that's the thing. We are walking off into the jungle. Every one of us, especially those of us in indie publishing, we are walking off onto our own path and we have to cut that path ourselves. We can do it together. We can help each other out. But in the end, the path is ours. If we're not willing to walk it and to fight our way through, to slay those dragons, we're never going to get where we want to get. 
don't fight the dragon. Don't fight doubt. You know, if, if there's one thing that I can help you internalize in all of the struggles that I've had with these, fighting them is the problem. And that may sound backwards. That may sound like the wrong thing to do. So what do I do then? Just give up? No, 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 no. You see, doubt is a distraction. That dragon that we've been talking about, those thou shalt, they're distractions. That voice in your head telling you to read your outline for the five millionth time? Distraction. That voice inside your head telling you, I need to edit this book for the nine billionth time? Distraction. That instinct that you have that, you know, maybe I just need to do new character profiles and maybe just rewrite the whole thing. Distraction. All of these doubts are distractions. They're resistance. They're that thing inside of us that is trying to keep us from what we want most. It's a natural reaction. It's who we are and it's how we operate. And you need to learn to see this. You see, the doubts aren't real. The whole point of them is to keep me from going forward because going forward means going deeper into that dark jungle where I don't know what's there. Well, that's scary. But we've already talked about how we can kind of see fear coming. So fear is not going to help keep us out for the most part. So the doubts creep in. And if the doubts can cause us to worry and the worry can cause us to be like, well, maybe I should just camp here forever. Maybe I should just set up camp here and work on my character profiles and work on my this and work on my that. And you're not moving forward. You're not moving deeper into that dark wood. You're not going out there into the places that challenge you. And that's what resistance is all about. See, there's some people out there that try to tell you that resistance is that thing that tries to keep you from your goals. No, it doesn't care about your goals. It cares about the discomfort that you are going to experience on the path to achieving those goals. Stephen Pressfield, in his wonderful book, The War of Art, talks a lot about writer's resistance. We show up for work. This is my job. I am here because I have work to do. And yes, the doubt's going to come in. The imposter syndrome's going to come in. All of the thou shouts are going to stand in front of me and go, seriously, you're naming a character Alucard Ruthven? That is so ridiculous. And I have to just look at it square in the face and tell that dragon, that's the point. You see, I know what it is I'm trying to do. I know the kind of pastiche the kind of homage that I'm trying to write. So all of those rules about what not to do, some of them have to get broken intentionally and in the right way in order to make the point and to tell the story that I want to tell. And you're going to have to do that too. You're going to have to find those places where you need to just tell the rules to shut up. And this is where fighting gets us in trouble because it bogs us down. If we're engaged in a battle against our doubts and our insecurities, we're not actually working on doing the things that we want to do. If we're bogged down in worry and anxiety about all of the things that could or might happen or could or might go wrong, 
we are never, ever going to get to finished. We're never going to get to done. And if we don't push on, if we don't push through, if we don't fight through it, what's the point? Well, the point is to not engage. Okay, so the doubts come up. Oh, I'm a failure. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. I mean, we have a restaurant. We've been running it for like nine years. So that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, failure. Yeah, I've met some amazing people along the road. I, I've sold books. I have people that read my stuff. See, fame and what society tells us is success is not necessarily what I want from success. And it's probably not what you want either. So there you are. That's what we need to be doing. We need to see our goals that are set out in front of us. We need to see the goals that we want to hit. We need to make those milestones as clear as we possibly can. Figure out the path that we want to cut through to get there and just stick with the plan. When the plan does need, be, need to be fixed, fix it. But learn to discern the difference between actual analytical thought on how to fix things and those doubts that are meant to just make you camp out and not get anything done and not get any progress. Because that, that is where madness lies. That's where we have to fight back. And that's mainly fighting with ourselves, not with the doubt. Because, oh, it's so tempting. It's like a warm blanket. I love sitting in my doubt because it keeps me from the scary things of having to get work out, of having to show it to people. And you may not think that you love your doubt, but if you dig down deep, there's a part of you that is grateful to the security that it brings you, letting you not have to actually engage with the world not have to actually engage with the progress, with the process, and how scary it is. Yeah. So learn to see that in yourself. Learn to find those things that you are using to keep you from that dark jungle, to keep you from cutting through and finding the hidden tombs and the wonderful treasures that you know are out there. Because nine times out of ten, they're just resistance trying to keep you safe and this is why frustration doesn't help us this is why struggle doesn't help us because that's giving in and doing exactly what resistance wants us to do and i'm tired of playing the game and i say that often but i have to and you do too because every time it sticks its head up and just wave. Hi. How you doing, little resistance? Bye. <laughs> I'm going to go over here and do my thing now. And you can learn how to do that, too. I have faith in you. I, I believe that we can achieve the things that we want to achieve as long as we keep our focus and aren't afraid to go into that dark night and find what we're looking for. Thank you ever so much for listening. 
this has been the first podcast that I have recorded live on Twitch, which you can find me at twitch.tv slash cedorset. I hope you join me over there. I am going to actually be hanging out on the stream a little bit longer after I record the podcast to do questions and answers and talk to the audience because I've just recorded this the way that you heard it, just straight through. But I want to try to find ways to incorporate the audience a little bit more over there. So why don't you come join me? It will be on my schedule probably on Thursdays at around 2 Eastern. Keep an eye out. Be doing this more often. Until next time, though, remember, we got to go out there and fight Asian hate. We need to remind the idiots who do not believe that Black Lives Matter, that Black Lives Matter, that Black Trans Lives Matter, and the trans identities are magical. And until we meet again, may you have the courage to go out and ride your dreams into reality. And don't forget to have the fun. Bye. So there you are. That's what we need to be doing. We need to see our goals that are set out in front of us. We need to see the goals that we want to hit. We need to make those milestones as clear as we possibly can. Figure out the path that we want to cut through to get there and just stick with the plan. When the plan does need need to be fixed, fix it. But learn to discern the difference between actual analytical thought on how to fix things and those doubts that are meant to just make you camp out and not get anything done and not get any progress. Because that, that is where madness lies. That's where we have to fight back. And that's mainly fighting with ourselves, not with the doubt. Because, oh, it's so tempting. It's like a warm blanket. I love sitting in my doubt because it keeps me from the scary things of having to get work out, of having to show it to people. And you may not think that you love your doubt, but if you dig down deep, there's a part of you that is grateful to the security that it brings you, letting you not have to actually engage with the world not have to actually engage with the progress, with the process, and how scary it is. Yeah. So learn to see that in yourself. Learn to find those things that you are using to keep you from that dark jungle, to keep you from cutting through and finding the hidden tombs and the wonderful treasures that you know are out there. Because nine times out of ten, they're just resistance, trying to keep you safe. And this is why frustration doesn't help us. This is why struggle doesn't help us because that's giving in and doing exactly what resistance wants us to do. And I'm tired of playing the game. And I say that often, but I have to, and you do too, because every time it sticks its head up, And just wave. Hi. How you doing, little resistance? Bye. (laughs) I'm going to go over here and do my thing now. And you can learn how to do that, too. I have faith in you. I, I believe that we can achieve the things that we want to achieve as long as we keep our focus 
and aren't afraid to go into that dark night and find what we're looking for. Thank you ever so much for listening. This has been the first podcast that I have recorded live on Twitch, which you can find me at twitch.tv slash cedorset. I hope you join me over there. I am going to actually be hanging out on the stream a little bit longer after I record the podcast to do questions and answers and talk to the audience because I've just recorded this the way that you heard it, just straight through. But I want to try to find ways to incorporate the audience a little bit more over there. So why don't you come join me? It will be on my schedule probably on Thursdays at around 2 Eastern. Keep an eye out. Be doing this more often. Until next time, though, remember, we got to go out there and fight Asian hate. We need to remind the idiots who do not believe that Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter, the Black Trans Lives Matter, and the trans identities are magical. And until we meet again, may you have the courage to go out and ride your dreams into reality. And don't forget to have the fun. Bye.